You use this phrase, uh, you call it the drift. Yeah, I love this concept. And it really came from an experience that my wife, Gail, and I had when we'd been married 10 years. We decided to go on a vacation to celebrate our 10-year anniversary. Only problem was we didn't have that much money. But we took all of our airline miles and we went to Hawaii. When we got there, we had enough money for the hotel and a rental car, but not a lot of money for entertainment. But we found out that the hotel was offering free snorkeling lessons, and they were going to teach us in the swimming pool, and then they were going to take us out onto the reef. So we did that. And when we got out into the reef, I mean, our heads exploded. We could not believe how amazing that was. So we discovered that we could rent snorkeling gear for $10 for the entire week. We thought, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. So the next morning after those snorkeling lessons... We went to the lagoon that was adjacent to the hotel, okay. and we paddled out into the water. And it was like swimming in an aquarium. Uh-huh. All these multicolored fish, and the seaweed was swaying and, and reflecting the sunlight. And we were totally captivated, totally distracted. 45 minutes later, we look up, and to our horror, we'd been caught in a riptide, and we were way out to sea. The Whoa. hotel looked like a toy in the distance. And so Gail pulled her head up, and she screamed. Fortunately, we were still together. We had a boogie board, which was also a blessing. She said, what are we going to do? And I said, we're going to swim like crazy for the shore. And so it took us like an hour to get back. We collapsed. But that became, for us, a central metaphor for how most people live. They just drift through life. They don't wake up in the morning and say, you know what? I think sometime in my midlife, I want to have a heart attack. You know, I'm going to gradually get overweight until I just have a health breakdown and a health crisis. Or they don't start out after they leave their wedding and say, you know, I want to grow gradually apart until we end up in separation or divorce. Or in my career, I think I'll just top out and get stuck, you know, in about five years and never progress any further. People drift to those destinations. It's what happens when we get distracted. It's what happens when we don't have a plan and we're just drifting through life. And here's the thing. No one ever drifted to a destination they would have chosen. So uh, so how do you create a life plan? So tell us about how. Okay, so it's pretty simple, but the life plan is basically the answer to three incredibly important, powerful questions. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to give these to you? Yeah. Okay, so the first question is, how do you want to be remembered? Now, kind of the myth of our society is that you're going to live forever. You know, we conveniently put six, sick people out of our line of vision Uh, People that are dying, you know, we put those out of our field of vision, you know, because we act like we're going to live forever. But the truth is, we're all going to die. And Steve Jobs said, and this was fascinating, he said this two years before he died, almost prophetically, he said that facing death was the single most important tool he had for making life's most important decisions. And that was at a commencement address at Stanford University. And it's true. So one of the things that we do in this section of the book in answer to this question is we have you imagine that you're a guest at your own funeral. So just imagine on the front row, there's your family, all the people that are living now. Imagine if you were to die an untimely death today, and on the front row are all the people that you love the most. Directly behind them are the people that you work with and your friends and your neighbors and the people you go to church with. What would they be saying about you if they were asked, to give a eulogy, and we, ha- and we have you write that out. Write your eulogy, and for most people, there's going to be a gap. They're going to go, ugh, I need more time, you know, because what my kids are probably going to say is I work too much, or when I'm there having dinner with them, I'm on my cell phone, and I'm 
handling email and I'm not paying attention to them or I need more time to get in shape or whatever it is. But here's the good news. You're not dead yet, right? <laughs> so there's still time. 